NFL Draft is finally, finally almost here. Are you? Are you how many bets have you actually put in yet? Just one. You, you so said far. not many, right? And yeah. it's just Bryce Young to go number one. Yeah, that's it. I'll add more. I'll have more by Monday, though. What about you, Trista? Have you bet anything on the NFL draft yet? Are you waiting? Uh, my handicap is very simple. Uh, I get a text from Ryan, <laughs> and he tells me what to bet, and then he tells me how confident he is on each one, and then I put the amount of money that I can on each one, and that's it. That's the entirety of it. I mean, of course, like for the show, I I read and listen. But I, I am telling you, there is almost no one more impressive. I, I've never met anyone more impressive at betting the NFL draft than Ryan Horvath. I'm a little well, concerned like, that she's. I'm, I'm concerned you're going to mush this, though. No, no, no. Because that's no, high we'll, praise. No, no. We'll be good. We'll be good. Because I'm going to do the same thing. Because you told me this, like, right away. You were like, yeah. he just tail him on everything in the draft. And I said, if you, if you yep. say so, Trista, I trust you because I know you wouldn't lie about this. Now, the only thing, though, is we need BetMGM, our friends, to. Uh, Give us the props. We just we need the bets, though. That is true. All I was able yeah. to bet so far, all I've been able to bet was uh, Bryce at plus 300. And now he's, I still don't know that he even goes number one overall, but I just knew that that was going to flip. I mean, is this going to end up being Anthony Richardson and, and just nothing makes any sense? Th- this draft has been, look, it's lying season and we know that. But th- there's the, uh, so I mean, there's a million mock drafts that are out there, but you've got, is this Peter? Yeah, Peter Schrager had one with Bryce Young now going number one. Yep. The Colts trading up for, with Houston for C.J. Stroud at two. Will Anderson at three. Then Houston down at four with Tyree Wilson. And then Anthony Richardson going five to Seattle. Jalen Carter six to Detroit. Uh, it, it, right now, like, this could all change tomorrow because everybody's trying to throw everything against the wall they can. You're hearing all this stuff about uh, Will Levis rising up draft boards now. Everybody loves Will Levis. Well, yeah, because he's a physical specimen, and this is what always ends up happening right before this. And it comes back to what it was at the beginning. Bryce Young's the number one overall pick. Now we've circled all the way back to Bryce Young again, and this tends to happen a lot with these drafts. It starts with who you think is going to go number one. That's kind of the, the consensus. Then all this stuff is thrown all over the place, and then it comes back to that guy at number one again. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, like the ceiling is so damn high for Bryce Young because if you just didn't know he was six foot, 205 pounds, he'd be the best player in this draft. Yep. I mean, his arm talent is ridiculous. He's a winner. And it's not even like, I know that he played in, he played at Alabama, but it's not like he played with the wide receivers that Tua played with or Mac Jones played with. I mean, Jameer Gibbs may have been their best wide receiver last year and he was their running back. So... He he just found ways to make plays. That wasn't even a very good Alabama team. I mean, it wasn't a great Alabama team. It was a good Alabama team, but they weren't great. He didn't have a very good offensive line. There were games where he was running for his life. He's awesome. And then if you're talking about the ceiling, I don't really love Anthony Richardson. He's a great athlete. He's made some really plays that like you, can, you only see in video games. But his ceiling is probably higher than C.J. Stroud. I think with C.J. Stroud, you know what you're going to get. He's probably ready to start right away. He's going to be really good. I like him a lot. I like him the best. But I think the ceiling with those other guys is probably higher. So it wouldn't shock me if he went number one Trist, overall. Trista, do you think the roof is the ceiling in this case? The roof. Yeah, I think the ceiling is the roof. There you go. Is the, the, ceiling is, the ceiling is, is the roof with those two guys. The Darren Ruff. <laughs> I don't know, though, because we're hearing different reports. Like, if you're watching NFL Live, um, you know that maybe maybe all these quarterbacks don't fly off the board. Like, maybe Will Levis drops or maybe Anthony Richardson drops. I don't think that happens, though. I think everybody's going to overreact, and I think all these guys are going to go top six, top seven, all the guys that we think are going to go, that is. Take, uh, Ryan, the listeners and Nick, because he hasn't heard you go through this yet, how you find out what you want to bet. Because I think your process is really interesting. It's very thorough. 
and I don't think uh, I don't think he's heard it. How do you come up with who you believe uh, is going where and, and what things you want to bet on? I usually I usually will bet like first defensive player, first DB to be taken, and I just kind of like pay attention to all these podcasts, follow every beat reporter, and I also like my favorite bets are exact results. So, for example, we don't have one up right now, but it would be like. Carolina to draft C.J. Stroud plus 250 or something like that. And then if you just pay attention to the visits, you know, like um, if a wide receiver goes to visit the Packers and then he gets a second visitor, he's there twice. I pay attention to stuff like that. And then you could usually find a market. Or you could even bet, like, uh, first overall pick from the Buffalo Bills to be a running back. I really like that. Uh, Not that that's the one that I would go with. But you just kind of pay attention to the mock drafts, pay attention to the beat reporters. That's kind of what I do for each team. Uh, the Athletic is really mm-hmm. good. I do got to give them a shout-out because every team has their own beat reporter and they do their own mock draft. And I think that's the way to take advantage. I mean, you have to lay some crazy prices. You know, if you get some really good information or if you talk with some of these people that we do our hits with, like uh, Mike Dettelier is really good. He does his own draft guide. Yep. So I usually, like, text with him or I'll jump on their show. He knows everything about all the guys coming out of the SEC. So that's what I like to do is just kind of, like, pay attention to each team, each team's needs. And then you could bet, like, the Panthers to draft a receiver in the second round, stuff like that. So that's what I like to do. I mean, that's about as thorough as it gets, honestly. Yeah. And, but the one thing I think that's important there to keep in mind that I think is, like, the best part of the strategy is paying attention to the local people that cover those teams. Because it's one yeah. thing. Don't get me wrong. Mel Kuyper Jr. is as plugged in as anybody. We understand all that. But it's the local guys that have extra connections at times that can really get you something that a national a national reporter may not have. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of these guys that go for visits, you know, there's general managers that are looking for different things. You know, I mean, you're looking at what the guys are like in the locker room or off the field, stuff like that. The beat reporters know more about these general managers than the national guys. Because the national guys are focused not only on evaluating the actual talent, but each team's needs. And they're trying to cover every single team in the league, not just their own. So I think that's the advantage you get if you're just looking at the local reports on these guys. Like, hey, you know, the Panthers in the third round, everybody's expecting them to go with a running back, but they really need a left tackle. They like this kid out of Tulane that nobody's talking about. And then maybe you could find a ridiculous price or something like that. Also, the good thing is now, man, like everybody's got their own podcast. So there's all these draft Mm -hmm. podcasts, each team. Like the other day, I was listening to an Arizona Cardinals draft podcast. I, I I don't care about the Cardinals, but I had a 24-hour drive, so I figured I might as well. Like, who do you <laughs> think drafts? Who do you think drafts Bijan Robinson? But you could like that's the thing. Like, I want to bet that exact result. I want to bet the Cowboys. I want to bet the Bills and see what kind of prices I could get. Bijan's very popular. Uh, very popular in terms of mocks with Philly, very popular mm-hmm. in mocks with Dallas, very popular in mocks with Buffalo, very popular. There was another one that I saw. I forget what the what the fourth team was. But it was those three are the ones that I've seen the most talked about. Yeah, yeah and I think what's interesting too, Nick, is you'll see like Dallas to draft a corner. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the player. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas, it was... What we placed money on, which we lost money on, the only thing we lost money on was the Packers to take a wide receiver. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which, right, which, yeah. We, we lose Should've that known. one. Well, yeah, we lose that one every year. Like, okay, yep. so. They're going to draft a receiver this year. Just so, watch. They're taking a receiver in the first round. <laughs> so, so, like, right now, they're not up at BetMGM, but, like, to give an example of what I would bet if I oh, were Oh, so real quick, for, I, I do have to. some Bijan Robinson here for you, real quick. Scott Lynn yeah. is literally dropping it in. Uh, Atlanta's the favorite at plus 250. Dallas, your Dallas Cowboys, Trista, 6 to 1. That would be a great pickup for them. That's right. Houston, 7 to 1. Philadelphia, 7 to 1 as well. Washington's 10 to 1. I don't think Washington would draft. Him. They got a couple of good running backs right now, although Antonio Gibson does fumble the ball. And then the Chargers are 10 to 1 for Bijan as well. I really like Dallas at 6 to 1. Yeah, if, I only bet at BetMGM, but maybe if there was an 8 to 1 like last week, I probably would have bet that, I'll just say. I probably also would have bet uh, CJ Stroud to go second overall at plus 170 if that was available anywhere. And then at third overall, I'd probably go maybe Will Anderson Jr. at plus 275 if that was available anywhere. But those are the kind of things I like also first drafted defensive player will anderson jr is minus 450 and i don't care i'm wow. sure about that uh first drafted wide receiver jackson smith the jigba minus 250 zay flowers plus 360 i'm actually going to take a shot with jordan addison just because i love the price plus 650 and jalen hyatt 25 to 1 for him to go as the first wide receiver and then i took uh michael Mayer plus 150 to be the first drafted tight end dalton kincaid's the favorite minus 150 Baby Gronk, plus 150. The other thing I like to bet, uh, total wide receivers drafted in the first round, over 4.5, plus 350, you guys. Total quarterbacks drafted in the first round, over 4.5, plus 400. Wow. Mm-hmm. I like that. What do you yeah, guys think Yeah, I mean, of- we need, like, a Ryan's – we need two segments. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe. When do you want to? When do you want to give all your plays out? When do you think is the best before we lose value? As soon as BetMGM puts them on with the prices, then uh, we'll just do them all. Then. Then you're ready to day. go. Yeah, we'll yeah. just do them all that day. And I'm just tailing everything you do. I'm, I trust Trista on this, so I'm in. I do like. Um, well, the Bryce Young Cleaned price up. is gone. I really, well, really. Well, that's true. Yeah. I do like the Michael Mayer plus 150 to be the first drafted tight end. I like that one a lot. And then I like total offensive players drafted in first round. When you could find this, of course, over 16 and a half, minus 130. I think there's going to be a huge run on offensive players this year's draft. Just like the safeties aren't very good in this year's draft. Um, I think all the edge rushers probably go later on or in the second round, most likely. You know, I'm looking at this Peter Schrager draft, uh, mock draft here. So it's interesting. He's got actually the Eagles at 10. I guess they've got, they've got pick from New Orleans, taking Bijan Robinson all the way up at number ten. I feel like that's too high, that's but it's crazy. interesting to think about that because Bijan Robinson was really really good. I mean, I don't think there's any question he's the best running back in the draft, but that is really high, especially now with the lack of value on running backs. With the Cowboys at twenty six taking Jameer Gibbs, who I also really like. There's actually him. great value at twenty six for Jameer Gibbs going to Dallas. Yeah, and you could actually need bet, some more like, weapons. That, that's another thing that you could bet, like second running back taken, which I really like once that's available too. I could see Philadelphia taking Bijan, though, because they don't really have a whole lot of needs. I mean, they just went to the Super Bowl, and you look at the way that they use their running backs. I don't love taking running backs in the first round, but he is completely different. Like, he could be like Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he could be like a Hall of Fame type back. That's that's what we're predicting with him. So I uh, I wouldn't hate that for Philadelphia. I do. I, I think he ends up in Dallas, though. I mean, Zeke's gone now. I know Tony Pollard you committed to and you paid, but... He's also coming off an injury. He's coming off an injury. He's not going to be ready probably for the start of the season. Uh, so, imagine... And also, I mean, like, he's not really a 20-25 carry per game kind of guy. I want him to be as a fantasy owner, but 
He's just not. He's more of like a gadget type player. They're going to use him as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Bijan's the kind of guy like you could give him 25, 30 carries per game, like Derrick Henry type carries. So I think Jerry will do whatever he has to do, even if he has to move up for Bijan. So I love that. Let me ask you this. If you were to take Bijan at 10 in your Philly and you get the productivity from Bijan that you got in the first four years of Zeke, is it worth a number 10 overall pick? The same production as Zeke first four years for Philly, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I it's mean, worth it. Especially because they're Jaylen. a win now team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're a win now team. You've, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you go, I mean, like, seriously, because Jalen could just pull out and then pause. Pause. But I mean, how do you uh, stop how do you stop the rushing attack when you have Jalen who could go off for a buck thirty, a buck fifty as a quarterback, and then you have Bijan Robinson who could be the best running back in the league year one, year two. And then they st- they keep using the quarterback sneak push on fourth and short, and then they just can't be stopped on the ground ever at all. Yeah, and they win the Super Bowl. I wouldn't hate that pick. <laughs> like I didn't like when the Giants drafted Saquon. I thought that that was way too early for the type of back that he is. But Bijan's just a different type of back, and you have these teams that are like in win now mode. Even Dallas. I mean, if it's last year, they need a wide receiver because I don't trust Ceedee Lamb as their number one, and Michael Gallup just doesn't look very good. And they replace Amari Cooper, but this year. I actually like what they did. They got Brandon Cooks now. And you have CeeDee Lamb, who had 115 catchers or whatever it was last year. So you know he could play the number one spot. So I think that that's what they need. And defensively, they were great last year. I mean, maybe you could use another corner. Well, that's why Dallas is in an interesting spot at 26. So let's say Jameer Gibbs is off the board. And we Bijan Robinson, good chance he's even off the board, even though he makes oh, yeah. sense in Dallas. I mean, do they go with another wide receiver? Do they go offensive line? Like, where do you guys think? Da- I think Dalton Kincaid is what they're slotted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Michael Long Mayer. Another tight end. Yeah, Michael that's, Mayer as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's what that's what they need. Dak loves the tight ends, and now he, he lost yeah, he his does. guy. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't hate that pick for them. I could see them going tight end, going running back. I wouldn't even really hate another pass rusher just because we saw what happened to the defense when Micah Parsons was dinged up and when they had to use him different ways, and he wasn't just used as a defensive end or as a pass rusher. I wouldn't hate that for them, or maybe some more speed on the defensive side of the ball, but they're pretty good defensively. So I think they just need some more weapons, some more playmakers for Dak. That's what they were lacking last year, and they still had a pretty good year. You know, they have this has my commanders taking Dalton Kincaid at number 16. I'd rather them go offensive line or corner. Why would they take a tight end, though, in the now, first they could, round? They you know? could use an upgrade at tight end, but they're actually in a decent spot right now there with Logan Thomas, who's been actually – and then the really who's... good, given the fact that he's a converted quarterback from Virginia Tech from years ago. Yeah, but I, I, there's right. other needs I think for them. So I think Dal- I, th- I don't think Dalton Kincaid goes to Washington at 16. No, no, they they have too many needs uh, to go tight end in the first round. Hey, I, w- I would they're, hate that they're, pick. they're not bad now. Okay, would, things are different. I would I would hate <laughs> that pick though, because who's the quarterback? Your guy, Sam Howell. Come I don't on. know. I feel like it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Your it's your tough. Fade? Trista, he's fading on his guy. I never thought uh, I'd see getting, the day. He's it's getting more and more out. I he's know. getting a little bit more out on Howling uh, at the Moon. No, I'm actually just trying to control my excitement right now. The Hawks just cut it to nine, you guys, and Cleveland just went up 15. Cleveland's I just I want to scream I saw that. about it. The Knicks started off with a nice push early, and it's been all Cleveland. I I, I think the Knicks can at least – oh, God, now Donovan Mitchell just stole the ball. Okay, Don't this get it. bad. My this cast. may actually just be ugly.